Today is the feast of St. Francis of Assisi. century Italian, the namesake of the present pontiff. So we pray especially for the, the holiness and the apostolic mission of the successor of St. Peter, Pope Francis. I brought what's commonly called in English the Canticle of the Sun by Pope, by St. Francis. I put some copies there. You're welcome to take a copy. This is the literal translation of that hymn which St. Francis sang to God. It's The Latin title is Laudes Creaturarum. So I put the Latin on there just so, so you can understand better. It's, I understand that better than the Canticle of the Sun. The laudes creaturarum is the praise of the creatures. It's praising God for the creatures and begging God that we die in the state of grace. In Spanish we say, que Dios nos coja confesados. This is, see the Canticle of the Sun, the, the popular version, they eliminate the most important part, which is at the end, St. Francis says, blessed are those Woe to those who die in mortal sin. (laughs) And blessed are those whom death will find in your most holy will. My Lord, for the second death shall do them no harm. So it's it's that same idea. idea, The preparation for death by holy confession, by holy baptism and holy confession and holy communion. May we be with God and not die disobedient, as we read in the first reading by the prophet Baruch. Baruch is, is in the Babylonian captivity with all of Judah and Jerusalem. And he's lamenting because they disobeyed God and they're being punished for it. Because the, you see, the Babylonian captivity is an image of what happens to the soul when the man commits mortal sin. A man becomes estranged from himself. This is what the exile means. It's the spiritual meaning of the exile. That sin makes you a foreigner from yourself. You go far away from your, you betray yourself, you become your own enemy by betraying your maker, the one who, who cares for you and, and has every good in mind for you and whom you must obey. You are his image and likeness. And so if you go against the, the real thing, you destroy yourself because you are his image and likeness and your meaning comes from him, from looking at him. This St. Francis realized, and when he realized it, he, he gave away everything and he, even his clothes. And he followed God because there's only really one thing that you really have. There's only real, there's only one thing that you have to do. The imitation of Christ says, chapter one, book one, chapter twenty-five of the imitation of Christ says, "Oh, would that you needed to do nothing except to praise God with your whole heart and mouth." <laughs> I especially like the. 
the part about the mouth. Don't forget to praise God with your mouth. Which means to talk to him and to talk to other people about him. This is the only thing that you have to do. The one thing necessary, as Christ says in defense of, the, of Mary who sits at his feet. And Martha is worried and upset about many things. <coughs> oh, if you never needed to eat or to drink or to sleep, but could always praise God and only <laughs> take leisure in studying spiritual things. then you would be very much more happy than if you would serve yourself with every thing of the flesh. The greatest joy is to, is to not need anything except to praise God with your whole heart and mouth. And so I wrote ten reasons here of why we, we love, why we need daily Mass. Which is where we most perfectly on the earth praise God with need to praise God with our whole heart and mouth. Because Jesus Christ is the one who does it for us and he's the, he's the, he's the only one who is God among us. And so we join in his praising God with his whole heart and mouth. He who is one of the Trinity, and we join him. Why do we need the, ma the daily Mass? In order to praise God with our whole heart and mouth. To exalt men. Not to exalt men, but to exalt God. To humble ourselves before him. Because Christ said, do this in memory of me. Who well, is the first reason. We love and need the Mass every day because Christ said, do this in commemoration of me. It is the will of God. It's an act of obedience. Our worship here, our right worship. To correct our disobedience which is so well enumerated or so well indicated by the prophet Baruch or disobeyed. We didn't listen to you, he says. That's why we were in captivity. We didn't listen to God. You, we didn't listen to your commandments. Second is the action of God. It's God's work. Christ gives himself to the Father for our sake on Calvary. The Mass is our participation at Calvary. It's God's work. Third, we herein join in that work. We are there at Calvary, transhistorically, by the miracle of the Mass. In being here, we are there, which is a participation in heaven, in the, in the banquet of the Lamb. For it is time for others 
we are here together with all believers. We are quiet together. In real peace, profound peace with the Prince of Peace. In silent adoration of our one purpose and source. Five, it is the greatest moment of the day. It's actually the only moment of the day. It's the center of the day. It's the purpose and the source of the day. The Alpha and the Omega. Christ giving himself to the Father. Just as Christmas begins the year, or in the old calendar, see it was the incarnation, it was the 25th of March. They would, Christmas in medieval times was... Be, the, 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 the new year was, was March 25th in medieval times, which I think makes more sense. If I was a pope, I would change New Year's, the Christian New Year's, to the 25th of March. I would start, I would, I would change the calendar. I would, because, because, especially to defend the child in the womb, so people really understand what we're talking about. And the incarnation, the, the, the data is, is the 25th of March. That's the most significant day. And, and so just as we also count our years from the year of the Lord, from the birth of the Lord, we're in 2019, year of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the, just as Christ is the center, the incarnation is the center of history, the mass is the center of the day, every day. It's a time of leisure. It's pleasant. To let God act, and there is depth, real depth. You go out to go in, to go deep. You go to welcome him who comes down to us in the transubstantiation. Six, we talk to Christ and listen to Christ and open up to him to correct the disobedience indicated by the prophet Baruch. They were disobedient. They were alienated, exiled from themselves, from God, and therefore from themselves. They didn't know who they were because they rejected their creator in sinning. And here we correct that. We turn to him. I confess to almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have sinned through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. We confess our sins with the, with the prophet Baruch. Seven, everything stops here. We don't, mean, we don't even bring our phones to church. Right? I hope you don't have a phone in church. You know, I, I should, we should start giving people money if they don't bring a phone to church. I don't say turn it off. I say don't bring it. Don't bring it. Don't, I don't bring it. You know I don't bring it because I don't have one. <laughs> you know why I don't have one? Because I don't want one. You know why I don't want one? Because I don't need one. If I don't need it, I don't want it. That's my, that's, that's my modus operandi in the world. If I don't need it, I don't want it. I hate my car. If I didn't need my car, I would not have it. And I have a nice one. I have a Honda Accord, six-cylinder, six, V6, beautiful. I hate it. I hate it. If I didn't need it, I would give it to any one of you. I hate it. <laughs> it's an obedience that I had that evil thing. All I want is to praise God. 
So we turn off all the noise. Everything stops here. And I don't have to prove myself because he proves himself. Because he is holy. He is worthy. He is perfect. I just acknowledge him and repent. It's all about him here. Eight, we come to Mass to learn and to be molded, to be cultivated. That's what worship means, cult. To be made, remade, to be fashioned by our fashioner, by our maker. To become a man, a real man, is to, is to, is, is to be made by Christ. That's, a real, that's the only man. When God made Adam, he thought Christ. He thought himself, says Tertullian. Nine, to accept Christ in accepting the ministry of the church, his ministers. As Christ says in today's gospel, he who hears you hears me. And he who, and he who does not accept you, it would be better on that day for, the, for Sodom than for that city. He who hears you hears me. And he who hears me hears him who sent me. And he who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. If you receive the priest ordained by Christ, you receive Jesus Christ himself who is God. And if you reject them, you reject him. That's why we come here to, to accept him, to listen to him. And we come here, to number 10, because this is heaven. This is God's reign on the earth. God is reigning here in this action. This is our foretaste of heaven, to eat the Lamb of God of the banquet of heaven. We come here to repent, to do penance in sackcloth and ashes, in fastings, in vigils. Tonight you do a vigil. I go to sleep. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. This is the summit and the source. It's the purpose and the origin of our being. To be on Calvary with Christ. And that, and that, and that peace and that security that we receive here and that, and that realizing who we are and letting him build us up, that we carry out from here throughout the day with our rosary, with our family rosary, with the liturgy of the hours of the church especially. Oh, that psalm was wonderful. That psalm, you know one of the most great the greatest blessings of my life you know why I'm a happy priest because I say my prayers I promised one thing when I was ordained a priest and I only care about one thing to wear my cassock and the hat I can wear the hat too you know I like to wear everything that the priest can wear because I want to give witness to God but my great the greatest thing was the obedience that at the ordination I promised that I would that I would pray the liturgy of the hours according to the books of the church. And this is what it is. It's the Psalms. I mean, that's, that Psalm is, uh, is um, help us, O God, our Savior, because of the glory of your name. Deliver us and pardon our sins for your name's sake. All the priests of the world are required to do that one thing, to tell the Lord, pardon. Deliver us and pardon us. And to glorify him and to worship him. This is, this is the one thing necessary according to the imitation of Christ. Oh, would that you only had to do one thing. 
to praise God with your whole heart and your mouth. We do that with the Mass. And we carry the Mass through the day in the liturgy of the hours and in the rosary and in our devotion and in our good works and our service of our neighbor.